Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Hey guys, welcome to Talking at the Talon, Season 1, Episode 7, Craving. So with... that was with Amy Adams, who's Lois Lane now, even though I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh still. yeah, right, right. Did yeah. you not even think about that at all during this? No, I haven't seen that movie. I, like, I know that that, like, I know that that's a thing, but my brain, like, she's so no, I not know. Lois Lane I that my brain, like, refuses to acknowledge that she is technically Lois yeah. Lane. But no, I mean, I think that's kind of funny, because, like, Smallville so frequently did the, like, hire people from who were in Superman things in the past to do small parts, and now they right. accidentally did it for the in, future also. Yep, yep, so. in reverse, yeah. Um... But anyway, uh, this is a very young Amy Adams. Yeah, although not high school aged as no. she is playing, and not Obviously. really even plausibly. No. Yeah. No. So, I mean, not that anyone else is really either, but she no. she really particularly looked like not like a high schooler no. in some way. Actually, I think that she was in this not super long after she... Film the yeah, well, short do wanna, film. Like, do that... you want to tell the oh, yeah. story? <laughs> so okay, so so Alex really enjoys that. Like okay, so I um <laughs> I was in a short film with Amy Adams in like two thousand. I was yeah. It was it came out in like two thousand. Yeah. Um, and because uh, she's from around here. Or no, or she, she um was... she was she's not actually from no. here, but she um. Lived in Minneapolis for... She was involved in, like, the Minneapolis theater scene. She was, like, a, a part of, the, like, the Chanhassen... Sure. Okay. Um, dinner theater. She was, like, a, she acted there. So she was um, around here, and so, yeah, was so making she, a, a so she was, tiny indie film. Yeah, she was around here, and there was a tiny indie film that was being made, uh, and I was a small child who had, like, one line in it, and, uh, yeah, and Amy Adams was one of the lead actors in it. So, uh... Yeah, that puts... So, yeah, puts so... Best on the, like, six degrees map in a pretty big way. Yeah, so Alex <laughs> likes to... <laughs> likes to, to... To mention this because it puts her... Yes. Two degrees <laughs> away from any member of the cast of Smallville. And me just one degree away. So, um... So, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I guess this would have been, like, pretty shortly after that. Right, right. That's which so only just occurred to me. Yeah. But... Yeah, so Amy Adams is in this episode, and it, it, it contained, it, this was a totally one of the, like, very special yeah. issue episodes. So it's like, she, she played Jody Melville, and like, this is clearly like a metaphorical story about an eating disorder, and like, a very special it's message. It's not very metaphorical. No, I mean, but like, it's a, it's a little bit. It's like, it's like an, uh, or it's like, it is an eating disorder with some extra magical bullshit. Yeah, that's um, basically what it is. And it's like, man, you know, like, I, you can, you can see that you were well-intentioned. You were, like, I, <laughs> that's really, you know, you, you can see that, you know? Yeah. Like, they clearly wanted to be, like, have self-esteem in, like, the vaguest possible kind of way. Yes. Um, but, so she, And she, also, like... Teasing people for being fat is bad. Right. And so she, she, so, but Amy Adams starts off this episode in, like, a fat suit, which oh, is, like, and a it's really like awful. the worst, like, the worst 
like weight gain makeup I have like ever seen. No, I mean it's the, the so face bad. Movement is just totally it's like bad. not. It's really working. Bad. <laughs> um, but like yeah, and there's there's a scene early on where there's this jerk bully who like t- makes fun of her for being fat and like calls her a whale. And I realized like her last name is Melville. That's presumably oh yeah, which is like if you're trying to like tell people not to make fun of people for being fat, maybe don't sneak in whale jokes to your, like, naming. Like, that doesn't seem... I feel like they're undermining the point they are supposedly trying to make there. Well, I am shocked for one. Like, I I have to assume that that is what they were going for with Melville. Right. Um, But yeah, she, she... So she's, like, fat and then she, uh, she is going on this diet... Where she, they have a vegetable garden. I think they must sell them, right? They, they or, have to, I imagine. Yes. Although they have a super nice house. That doesn't seem like it could be all yeah, just and the she proceeds has, like, of, like, one greenhouse full of vegetables. Well, and her dad is, like, always away on, away business. on business. But he, I don't he know seems what, like her mom is dead? Her mom is dead. I mean, they don't say that, but I think that's pretty heavily implied. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't hard know. Hard to say. But so they have this greenhouse where they're growing vegetables. And they're, they're, it's full of kryptonite, and you can clearly see that it's full of kryptonite. Yes. They repeatedly, like, both her and her dad, like, actually, like, pick up and, like, look at a piece of kryptonite and are like, huh, and then, like, put it back down. Yes. And you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, just just to really hammer (laughs) home that, like, kryptonite-filled garden. So yeah, I and she she starts like she starts drinking these smoothies that she makes with like vegetables that are grown in the kryptonite garden. Yes. Um and then she like magically loses weight in a way that like she literally just like stands is standing there and loses weight. Yes. Instantly. It's like, you know, it's like that Doctor Who. No, it's except it's it doesn't literally... even have the like little fat monster no. leaving her. So no. it completely violates the law of conservation of mass. Hmm. Well, um, <laughs> wait. Smallville <laughs> is violating physics again? Aw, shucks. But, like, yeah. Um, and so she... she No, it actually it actually is very much like the adipose yeah. de- yeah. uh, yes. episode of Doctor Who. Um, which, I mean, admittedly, like, that came after this. Yes. So if there was any actual influence, it would have gone that way. I don't imagine I it can't. was necessarily so. No, you know, I can't think there actually was. Straightforward kind of concept in a certain way. Right. Um, but, like, she, uh, so she loses, uh, quite a bit of weight instantly from the magical kryptonite. Right. Um, and then Pete... Well, she asks Pete out, right? Yeah, to, uh, well, I mean, this is getting into, like, minute details, yes. but, like, the- But there's this the bully where she's, guy, she's, The yeah. bully guy was making fun of her, and, Pete, and Pete, her. Pete stood up for her while she was still fat or whatever, and-, and Yeah, and, and then and, when she gets dinner, yeah. she, like, makes a plan to go on a date with Pete, um, but she starts, like, craving food, um, she goes on, like, a binge where she just, like- eats everything in her kitchen, like, without stopping to, like, unwrap things properly. And, and we were just sitting there like, this is Academy Award nominee Amy five, Adams. Five-time Academy Award nominee like, Amy Adams. Like, throwing food around ridiculously. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, and then she, she goes out to get more food and hits a deer and, like, 
eats the deer. She sucks the fat out of the deer. Yes. They say and they say the phrase fat vampire. Yes. Twice in this episode. Multiple times, yes. And um, yeah, oh my god, the special effect where, it, the where, deer. It, where she like, oh boy. well okay, first of all, the deer was hella CGI. Yeah. Like, just like, yeah. Alex, Alex actually looked at the screen and was like, well that is a computer deer. And I was like, wait, what? And we had to rewind because I wasn't looking at the but screen Yeah, it was like second. super fake. Yeah, but then she like, Sort of, I guess, unhinges her jaw. Oh, like, and that—that that special like, effect stretch is so effect on her bad. Jaw is it's so bad, ridiculous. Um, and then she like sucks the fat out of like later. She keeps getting these cravings. She sucks the fat out of this guy at school. Um, the bully guy. Yes, while they're both right. at school. While she, well, like, she like, like yeah, she, she like, like lures him. So she's him. she's skinny now, right. and because she's lost all the weight, and so she's hot because she's like actual Amy Adams without a fat suit, and so she like seduces the bully guy who thinks she's hot now into like the boiler the boiler room, room which is enormous. I don't yes. know what size boiler rooms are supposed to be, but it seems really big. I have no idea. Um, I like the only the say. only other reference I have for like what boiler rooms are like is, is like other so, oh, yeah, like, other like who knows television yeah. show boiler rooms. Um, so yeah, but so and she drags him into the boiler room and then like attacks him and sucks out all his fat. But then Clark sees them and well, she he doesn't see her. Um, well, he sees through the wall, he does his x-ray vision. Yeah, but he doesn't know that it's her. Yeah. Um, so he, he comes in and finds the guy who's all sort of vaguely emaciated looking in a pretty fakey kind of way. Yeah. And they, they're like, well, we got him to medical care and they fixed that somehow. Um, <laughs> With a fat in They don't say that. They don't say anything. They're just like, so I I just whatever, he's not dead. Yeah. Um, and then, so she's she's still like planning to go to this party with Pete, but then like, when they, when he comes to pick her up, she, like, starts craving, and she wants him to go away, and then she, like, almost eats him, but then, like, Clark... Knows and she's him. all like, no, Pete, go away, I like you! Um, yeah, and, and in the meantime, like, Clark and Chloe have done some investigating and, like, eventually put together the really fairly obvious correlation between these people who are having fat sucked out of them and this person who is suddenly developed, you know, magical weight lossy right, eating disordery right, stuff. Right. Um which like admittedly doesn't make a ton of logical sense exactly, but you'd think they would like be like, well this thing is happening and this thing is happening and they have like similar well, ideas. And then and also is, like how And then of course know, Chloe has read the script and is yeah. like, did you know that the Melville's backyard was the landing yeah. site for a giant one of the meteors? Right. Like but yeah, they do, they put that together, and then Clark goes to like rescue Pete, and they end up having a fight in the greenhouse that's full of kryptonite, um, and also a gas main. Well, so yeah, because like uh, Jody is like hitting him with a shovel, and then she like sees her reflection in some broken shards of glass, oh and is God. like, "Oh no, I'm a monster!" Like she yeah. literally says something very much like that. I don't even remember what um, it was. It was so bad, my brain blocked uh, it out. And then, like... I think we were too busy laughing about it. I guess tries to, yeah, like, kill herself by, like, hitting a gas main with a shovel and then hitting the lights so that there's, like, a, a ginormous spark. explosion. Yeah, no, like huge. Which she, she also, like, even if that was, like, a gas main, it was only going for, like, two seconds right. before she no. ignited no. it. No, and so... that, that greenhouse was fucking huge. There's yeah. no way that thing filled with gas fast enough to cause that kind of explosion. 
Yeah. But so, like, Clark pulls her out and stuff. Uh, and then they're like, well, we're going to get her to a hospital. Which is like... Yeah. So apparently uh, nobody died in this right, episode. Right, but also, like, what the fuck is the hospital going to do with her? I don't fuck. Like, what is, how does the hospital know how to deal with this? I do not know. Um, I do not know. But yeah, and it's like, oh man, it's it's supposed to be like this message about eating, eating disorders. disorders. Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything. No, it is like, like it doesn't operate on the like, level of a metaphor at all. No. In the way that like it is literally it just like an awareness of, thing, I guess. Right, but like not in an actually helpful way in no. any way. And it's also like there's this weird like because of the vampire thing and the like her seducing this guy, there's this weird like element of like, well now she's skinny and hot and like damaging people with her like sexuality. Right. Which is like I, you're mixing up these two things. Yeah, and I don't no. know what this adds up to, but I don't think it's good. No. Like, I don't, no. I don't know. No, it's all just bad. <laughs> it's all just bad. Yeah. So. It's so bad. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. Because there, there's, like, these scenes where her dad is like, you should not have an eating disorder. And yeah, and he's good so, about like, yourself. he's so, like, but you're beautiful just the way you are. And it's like, yeah, I mean... You're trying. Like, I know you are trying, so, but, like, what does this even mean, any of it? No, it's bad. It's, the whole thing is just bad. But, so, yeah, so that's pretty much the, like, A-plot Meteor Mutant thing, I think. Right. Um, Um, okay, so, B-plot, uh, Lana or Lex? Eh. I mean, the Lana thing actually ties into the rest of it more than Lex's. True. Um, So, Lana Lana has a B-plot. Yes, Lana is having a... A birthday party, which, like, Nell is planning and is having, like, at Lex's mansion. Right. Um, and, like, is, like, Nell is, like, super involved in all the, like, decorations and planning. And, right, like, Lana right. Lana doesn't actually No, Lana care. doesn't actually want this birthday party, but she's basically doing it to, like, appease Nell, which, again, we have a pattern here. Yeah. Um, and, like, Lana tells Clark that she has had one happy birthday, and it was, like, this memory of before her parents died when they went to a drive-in movie. Which, like, right. she was supposed to have been three, although she also was clearly older than three. Right. Um, in that, like, that, you know, That, in that picture. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. But, but, like... But, like, also that's, like, so depressing. I have, like, two memories from before I was, like, Yeah, I mean, three you don't so, like... really form long-term memories generally before, like, six. I mean, people probably yeah. have, like, some, but, No, like, I have, like, vague flashes of right. memories, but I don't think I have, like, definitely not anything in the sort of detail that she yeah. was Yeah. I mean, and, like, about. I guess it's also kind of possible that she has really, like, created most of that. I mean, that's entirely Which would make possible. sense. But this is also just, like, again, it's, like, her, like, current life and her relationship to Nell, for this to, like, really psychologically make sense, must be just, like, so awful. Well, yeah, I mean, we were talking about this when she brought it up, and Alex was basically like, the only way, like, this genuinely seems like she is, like, Harry Potter. Right, like, like that's, that's, like, the, like, that's, like, like, Harry, Harry's level of, like, feeling about, like, I remember, like, the, just the idea of having parents is so much better than my current situation. That, right. Like, that is the only thing that gives me happiness. Right. It's, like, pretty much the level she's operating on. Which, like... But we don't actually see Nell being, like, obviously this, like, throw a party you don't want thing is, like, 
not great, but that's not, like, abusive. No, no, it's it's, it's definitely like, not abusive on the level that the Dursleys right. were, and it's not even, like, it's not that, even that the can, type of, That very much can coexist with, like, a relatively affectionate, healthy, just kind of slightly badly communicating right. like, parent-child relationship. Absolutely. But, like, here, like, if, if we're to buy this, we really have to believe that, like, Nell actually does not care about Lana at all and just, like, I don't know, likes planning parties for attention or something? I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, the only way that I can make any of Lana's stuff really make any sense this whole season is basically, like, Nell is, like, a neglectful sociopath almost. Like, yeah, she has to be, like, basically completely emotionally neglectful. I right, think. right. Um, which is, I don't know. Like, we don't, you know, they don't... Well, not just emotionally neglect, but, like, truly, truly... Like, like just, like, absolutely emotionally. Like, because she, right. she doesn't, she obviously doesn't neglect her, like, physical needs, you know? Right. So, but, like, on the level of, like, any kind of emotional connection, she right. just be, like, not there. Right. Um, which is, like... I mean, I guess we don't see anything necessarily that contradicts that, but, like... Well, they I don't, mean, she they, like, kind of seems to, like, try. That just, like, seems like so much. And, like, yeah. they, they don't, like, establish that well enough for me to really buy that. No, But, no, like, that's it's... the only way that that actually makes sense. Right, right. Um, it doesn't... Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, there's this thing where uh, Whitney is going to be scouted... With sports. Uh, he's going to a college tryout. <laughs> right. At, like, Met You or something. They didn't actually say Met You. Um, oh, I just something else. Did uh, they? Okay, well, he's going yeah. to a college tryout for football at somewhere that yes. is not that far. Right. Um, I think they might have said, like, Kansas State or something. Did they? They didn't say okay. Met You. Yeah, and there's, like, this vague implication that, like, Lex might have arranged for him to be accepted. I don't but, know like, how vague that well, is. Well, yeah, I mean, Lex kind of denies it, but it's hard to, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's entirely possible. Um, okay, so there's an exchange <laughs> where Lex is talking to Lana, yeah. right? And, um, which, by the way, Lana's party is going to be Yeah, we at- said that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, um, which I guess is, like, Nell must have arranged that, because they kind of know each other or whatever. Right. So they're at Lex's because the party's going to be there and, and Lana and Lex are talking and there's this exchange where Lana's like, yeah, he wasn't going to make it, but I guess he wasn't going to make the cut, but I guess one of the guys fell out or yeah. something and then Lex like says, that. And, I know. Yes. And then she like looks at him and he's like, I talked to your aunt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, but, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah. No. Uh, because then like Clark, um, there's this thing where Clark like, arranges to be her escort to, I guess, protect her from other people's attention. Um, Which, like, okay, so that scene is, like... Oh my god. But, okay, that scene is so vastly improved, because, like, it's taking place in the Kent Kent house, and Martha is, like, standing in the other room, and we see these reaction shots. She's facing away from them. She's, like, folding laundry or cooking or something. We see these reaction shots of her face going, like, oh my god, like, Clark, I can't believe you're doing this. And it just, like, improves the whole thing so much. Yes. Because, Because, like, like, Martha's face is, like, what we are all thinking. Yeah. No, totally. And, like, you know, and other people can, like, actually act on a level that, like, like, Clark is not really at. Yeah, um, right. And, like, yeah, but just, like, yeah, also because she's just, like, oh my god, 
my son is ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah. This is happening. Right. Which is like, yeah, that's how you are feeling when you watch that. So. Yep. Yep. It's no. Great. It's, yeah, no, absolutely. All, all teenage awkward <laughs> interaction scenes should be accompanied by like actual adult competent adult actors making reacting. Like, making like, this is ridiculous faces. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Um, and this little clerk par- promises to be there for her party, and then of course instead he has to go and save Pete from whatever. And once again, um, just like the thing right. with the limo, like he comes like, by later to her house and he doesn't explain anything, and he totally could. Right, he could have been like, like uh, he can tell almost all of that story without involving anything about superpowers right. of his, anyways, right. at all. Exactly. So, like why? He'd be like Pete, Pete was in trouble, and I had to go help him. And, and like and- obviously everyone has to know that, like, one of their classmates is, like, in the- gone now because of something. Yeah, you know? like, right. People have to know parts of these things. It has to be, like, somewhat public knowledge in the high school, so, like... Yeah, also, after Clark rescues Pete, he's like, well, and Martha asks after him, he's like, well, he has a migraine, but otherwise yeah. he's fine. And, and like, yeah, because okay. he, he was, like, hit on the head, right? And it's like, okay, you don't... That's so... Not, I think you mean a concussion. As somebody with <laughs> debilitating chronic migraines, that is not how migraines work. You are thinking of a concussion. Right. That is what you are thinking of. Which, a concussion can give you migraines, but well, that right. is not the sure. same thing. But, like, yeah, I... No. The um, thing that Pete has from getting hit on the head is not a migraine. Well, right. And they also have this, like, he has this super weird conversation with Jonathan and Martha where they're like, where Jonathan is like, well, you you didn't go see Lana, but you saved this, you know, you saved Pete. So, like, you, you've sacrificed whatever. Mm. Maybe you'll have to do that. And it's like, I, like, I know what they're doing with, like, yeah. the general Superman mythos, but, like, it doesn't actually make a ton of sense no. in this particular context. No, it and really also, doesn't. it kind of feels like not Jonathan's point of view on the whole thing, like, as, as of later, because Jonathan would really prefer that he, like, not right. save people right. and, yeah. like, have a normal life. No, it's weird. <laughs> it's actually um, very weird that Jonathan was the one to be, like, saying all that stuff. Yeah. But so then Clark does, like, it's, like, way late after the party and everything, but he goes to Lana and, like, doesn't explain anything, but gives her uh, her present, which is, like, he's set up a projector and a sheet, and there is showing, Yeah, like, against, like, the barn. Yeah. For, yeah, and, like, has popcorn and stuff in his truck, so they can sit in the truck and watch a yeah. movie. Which like, he also says, he, he mentions earlier that, like, Lex helped him set that up. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, Right. So, yeah, Lex is just still with the teenage dating drama manipulation, Lex. Like, okay, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, like, the B-plot with Lana. Right. Um, And then there's a thing with Lex, which, like, so Lex's first scene in this episode is, like, he is on a treadmill, and some guy who presumably is a doctor is like measuring yeah. his heart rate I and talking guess. about. He's and, like, oh right, like he's, he's wearing, wearing like a business suit. Yeah, it's no, weird. it's super um, weird. And like talking, but he's 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 like measuring his heart rate and talking about his blood work. And they're like, well, we ha- I, Lex says something like, uh, hopefully if this goes well, I won't have to do this for five years or something. Right. None of which makes any sense. Like, what is this? Why is this happening? Like, this is a super in depth like health check-in with, right. like, a, a a guy who doesn't, isn't even firmly established as being a doctor, although no. one has to assume. It's all very And confusing. it's like, why is this happening now? Like, it feels like it should be the follow-on to some, like, 
health concern that he's checking into, but, right. like, it isn't. Right. Um, but yeah, so they talk about, like, that he, uh, well, he has, like, a really, the heart rate thing, he's, like, really fit, I guess. Um, yeah. But, um, but also, like, that he has elevated white blood cell count, and he's, and Lex says that he doesn't get sick. Uh, so this is where they start, like, establishing that, like, apart from being bald, his meteor mutation right. is, like, a accelerated healing. And, like, yeah good immune system. Yeah, his yeah, um, immune system stuff. But, so, the doctor... Also, like, the doctor is, like... I, I would say this is weird, but, like, it's Smallville, so, he like, he implies he sees weird stuff in Smallville. Which yes. means that he has to be, like, a local doctor? Why is a local doctor which wearing a business like, suit? And doing, like, a fancy rich person weird house call test. I don't... Like, none of that none makes of any it, sense. No, no, um, no. It's all just fucking, what, what even? But yeah, so, um, this is, like, the impetus for Lex to, well, first first go to the Smallville Torch website, which they, like, linger on the URL. Because yes. that, that website used to, like, exist, and you could go to it. And that's why they did that. <laughs> did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, man. That used to, like, exist as, like, a tie-in website. It's almost certainly gone now. But, yeah. I'm gonna check. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so then there's a scene later where he goes into the torch, um, and is, like, looking at Chloe's wall of weird, and, like, Clark is there, and they have a little chat. Like, and that's where, where, um, where he- Oh, oh. No, it's all there's, broken. There's some frames. It... <laughs> some empty frames. Uh, it redirects to the Warner Brothers- Dot com. Jesus. No. Yeah, that's all. Christ. Pretty this broken. Is, it's it's all... probably not optimized for mobile either. Yeah, no, I'm um... looking at it on my phone. <laughs> this is not... It is technically possibly still there. Yeah, probably not. Oh my god. So yeah, really. no, it's a Java page. Sure. Which is not gonna like my phone. Yes. But, yeah. Um. But anyway, so... He he's uh Lex has gone into the to wall of weird and Clark is there and they talk about the possibility like there's weird stuff in Smallville and like apparently everyone generally blames that on the Luther Corp plant. Which is like also if everyone really thought that, they they would there, do something about that. Uh I feel like if every well, I mean if I mean maybe they couldn't prove it, but I feel like well, if I there mean, was they probably genuine... couldn't prove it because it's not true. Right. But... I, you but know, it seems like they would try. Wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't somebody <laughs> have called, like, a environmental activist right. or a class action lawyer or something at some point by now if everybody really thought that? Yeah. But I mean, like, in general, you have to kind of be, like, no one cares. Like, I, weird stuff just happens and, like, Chloe is, like, a strange person for, like, wanting to know what is going on. <laughs> um, this town doesn't make any sense. This show doesn't make any no. sense. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I, I found it interesting too, actually, that like, in the scene where Chloe was like, um, wanted to go check out what was up with the deer that had like, died in somewhat mysterious right. ways. She, she was like, Clark, I want to go check out this deer. You like, probably know someone at Animal control. Animal control. Yeah. Um, can you help me? And he was like, but I have to, like, plan for a party. And then she, he, like, only helped her because she, like, said that she would help him. Oh, yeah. She said she would help him with Lana's, with Lana's gift. gift. And then- Which she didn't end up doing. But, like, I, I, there's something so, like, in this show, Clark Kent has to be, like, bullied into investigating things. Yes. You know? Because he doesn't actually want to. No. No. So, that's great. Yeah. Um, future journalist- <laughs> 
Clark Kent has no interest in investigating literally anything. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, so in the scene with, with Lex in the torch, they, um... Well, so I mean, so he's talking with Clark. Yeah. And then... Well, the, well, and so, he says the reason he's there is in the torch office, because Clark asks, yes. is because he's, Chloe's dad, who's his plant manager, right. is always talking about just, his daughter. Probably just... This is the first time they mention that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So that and then like he is, I guess, going to donate some money to the school for computers, which like it seems like they actually have plenty of computers. Yeah. They've got like three sitting around doing nothing in this newspaper office. Yep. Um. But yep. But yeah, they talk about like the, the Chloe's theory that the meteor rocks cause things instead of the plant, and right. then like, uh, Lex tells Clark about how he was in the meteor shower and whatever, which he says is, like, a thing that most people don't know, which seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, it seems like it would be hard to, like, keep that totally a secret. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, and then Chloe shows up. Yeah. Well, and then, well, so, and Clark does that thing where oh, he, like, yeah. apologizes for the meteor shower. And, yeah. And, and is like, it's, it's not your fault. Right. And then he makes a face. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Man. Also, Lex asks Clark where he was during the meteor shower, and yeah. he's like, well, my parents hadn't adopted me yet. <sighs> yep. But yeah, so then Chloe, Chloe shows comes up in and, and they... makes faces like, why like, are well, you the here? Faces, like, what are you doing here? Why are you, like, talking to Clark? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and they, like, talk briefly about the, like, meteor rock theory again, and then, like, Lex leaves. Um, yeah. But they, she brings up this guy, Hamilton, who... Yes. Also thinks there's something weird about the meteor rocks, but see, it's like it's like firmly established that like her and this this like crackpot guy are the only people who think there might be something weird about the meteor rocks. Yes, and it's like uh, I feel like there's a lot of evidence. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> nobody on this show has read the script besides Chloe, Alex. Yeah, but I mean, you think just the accumulation of things. That have happened, even just like it's the so Luther Corp plant. Yeah, whatever. Um, chemical runoff. Yeah, I mean, and like it's just like you know, like that one, like the late the lady, the Cassandra, like yeah. it's like yes, I specifically gained psychic powers. I know, from being no, exposed I know, to meteor it's shower. ridiculous. She's it's... completely upfront about that. It's so um, dumb. But yeah, no, um. Uh, so yeah, the Lex's later scenes are he like goes to visit this guy Hamilton who like is, um, selling, like, meteor rocks to tourists? Which I guess means there must be tourists who come to this town where a bunch of people died from being, from a meteor shower and are like, yes, I would like to buy fragments of the meteor shower that killed a bunch of people in this small town. Well, I mean, humans would do that. Yes, I suppose. It's just like, we also, like, the idea that Smallville has, like, a tourist industry is kind Okay, of but, like, you know when you go on road trips through yes, the Midwest and true. stuff, That's and there's true. all those, like, stupid fucking, yeah. like, it is, it is biggest of, ball of twine type shit? you yeah. know it's like, kind of that style of thing i guess yeah but then the, like I don't know. oh there was another thing at the beginning of the oh episode yeah where they two. said they could order todd yeah where like where, smallville has like a delivery yeah yeah jody's place? dad was talking to her and he was like we could just order out thai and i was like there's delivery thai food in smallville yeah like i, mean, I, I don't know that. i do feel like there's it's worth there's a point at which like a small-ish town is like reasonably likely to have like a Chinese place. 
I don't know. Yeah, but, like, Thai takeout, like, delivery? Yeah. yeah. Really? It, it does seem like possibly a stretch. Um, yeah. But again, hard to say. We don't know. Yeah, um, what do I know? So let's go to see this guy Hamilton, and is like, I would like to fund you to do research about meteors. Um, which, I feel like maybe the show treats this as, like, inherently sinister in some way, but, like... Super isn't. No. Like, there's a blatantly not. mysterious, like, magical substance, and he would like to use science to figure out what it is and why it is happening. Right. There's nothing, like, bad about that. Well, okay, so here's the other thing about this. So, Lex goes to this guy, and he's like, the second time he yes. shows up. Um, he has done research and found that he got kicked out of. Um, is that met you? Do they say for him? I think think so, I, because it's, like, wherever Lex got kicked out of. Yes. Um, for, uh, student-teacher relations. For, yeah, sleeping with the student. Yes. Um, and then he sort of vaguely, implicitly blackmails him into, like, yeah. taking his As money. A, well, yeah, he research. says, well, he, yeah, yeah, he says, I wonder if the Smallville police ever made right. you register. So, like... Right. The, it's, Which is, like, yeah, that is definitely some blackmail, but, like, it's, it's hard to feel real bad about that. It's the l- very yeah. <laughs> lowest key blackmail. Like, right. although I have to say, if he slept with a student at a college level, that's usually no, not I actually... Like, I don't think that's, like, is that a sex offen- offender thing? I mean, it unless it, it was right. rape of com- some kind. Like, I mean, like, you would presumably get everybody you, is you, 18 plus. Right. You would get, like... Fired, I assume. Well, I mean, it or, depends. Or, like, ethics violations if they were, like, your student. Um, like, that's, it, I mean, I assume that's what's supposed to have happened. You do know? you have tenure? <laughs> like, I, assume I mean... That's what's supposed to have happened, but, like, is that actually, like, a legal matter? I don't, I don't think it is unless, unless, unless there was, like, or unless, unless somebody was at college yeah. really early, yeah. or there was some sort of, like, you know... Unless it was, like, some Yeah, so rape. that's somewhat confusing, I guess. Yeah. And also, like, it seems like that... I don't know. It's kind of, like, weird blackmail, because presumably that's actually, like, a matter of public record. So, like... Yes. Yeah, I don't know. He's just like, I could bring certain people's attention to this thing, which yeah. is actually public knowledge. I don't know. I don't um, know. But, um... Anyway, yeah. So, in terms of... And that's pretty much all Lex did this episode. Yeah, except for know. interfere with... The love lives of Clark and Lana, yeah. as we talked about earlier. Right. Um, so, um, I'd say Lex evilness at for this episode two or three. Yeah. Right. What would you because say? Because I, because the two things that he did. So he. Well, what, do you have the scale there? Where yes. did we have blackmail? Okay, so we had blackmail at four. But yeah, but it's definitely like really low grade blackmail. It's really so like low grade ba- blackmail. So. So honestly, really, he was like he was really close to being at zero for like a lot of this. Episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. Well, he was in the background for a lot of stuff, but yeah. he was also a lot of it too was just him kind of like investigating meteors, right? Stuff. And see, the thing is, like, I feel like to some um, extent, this show wants to make that like bad. It's just like <laughs> it isn't though. Yeah. It's not bad to want to know things and to use science. To find things out. Okay, little Ravenclaw. <laughs> but I mean, the, like, I, I, I know that this this episode doesn't come down on this this heavily, but like later that does come up a lot, and like people get angry at him for just trying to find things out yeah. about meteor rocks, and it's yeah. like okay, but like 
probably someone should. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I think, but the two things that, that Lex really does yeah, in this episode, like, for me, that are like the, that put him on the, at three on the evil scale, right, is the, okay, implying that he did something to some dude uh, to get Whitney to yes. the tryouts, to get him out of Smallville to allow Clark to pursue Lana. Right. That! Like, again, that's the level of, like, the, like, Machiavellianism in minor ways to, like, pretty stupid ends, but... Yeah, yeah. right. But, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, but it yeah. does imply that he We established possibly... that as being, like, a two-level Yeah, thing. yeah, two, that's about level two. And then, yeah, the, like, low-grade blackmail, like, and it's not even explicit blackmail, because yeah, after I mean, that, it's... he's like, he's like, I believe everybody should have, like, a, a... Right, well... Fresh start, blah, blah, blah. But it's, yeah, that's, like, that's there's... A... There's a blackmaily kind of thing. There's an um, implied blackmail so yeah, there, but no, so I that think, bumps I think, it up to a three. I think, I think three is good. Yeah, yeah. So Lex evilness level for this episode three, and yeah, I think that's probably it for uh, this episode. I can't think of anything else. Pretty much it. I, 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 we did like that. Um, they mentioned that Clark normally helps oh, Pete yeah. and Chloe with math. Yeah, because they had originally at the beginning of the episode, Pete and Chloe went to Jody to for help with algebra, and they were like, "Well, normally Clark," and she was like, "Doesn't Clark normally yeah. help you?" But he was busy helping Lana. Which, like, so. honestly, he's kind of a shitty friend too. Like, if he just like stops helping out his actual friends because he's like pursuing. Okay, Lana. but that's like oh, I mean, like, like normal fifteen-year-old behavior. Yes, just like shitty normal fifteen-year-old behavior. Yes, but normal. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, but it but just, like, ties I, in, it ties into the, like, Chloe has to, like, tell him she'll do a thing, help him with his gifts, get him to, like, investigate, and it's just, like, he really, the general effect is him not giving a shit about anything that is not Lana. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> pretty much. No, but I do, I do like that they brought back the, like, Clark is good at yeah, math thing. No, like, nice. hey, consistent characterization. A yep. plus. Well done. Yep. Uh, no, and actually the scene where, like, the scene where um uh where Jody like asked Pete out and Clark was there like standing behind him and had to kind of like poke him to like accept, yes. accept for him was like super awkward but like also like pretty cute and like Clark was like emoting yes like, he seemed like no and happy he had, and affectionate and he and, and like, Chloe were like were like know? making faces behind yes. Pete's back while Pete was being all like rrr, 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 like generally they Jody was be, asking like, him out friends who were having fun right which is, no like, kind it of was nice cute and does not always happen on yeah the show, no so. it was it was it was very cute but yeah I don't know I mean like the 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 central thing of this episode was like a fucking mess like there oh, was totally. some stuff. Totally. That it was, like, okay, like, around the edges of it, but, like, just, man, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, the BNC plot stuff, like, there is... Like, yeah, the Lana stuff is really some... weird, but actually, like, in terms of Lana plot lines, this wasn't, like, awful. It was just right. kind of, like, it's... The, it, it's fine, it's just, like, then they just keep repeating it over and over, kind right. of. Right, Um. Yeah, and the Lex stuff was The Lex stuff is, like, fine. this is, we're establishing things that are going to be important going forward, right, mostly. Right, right. It was all just set up, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the A-plot this episode was a fucking mess. Yeah. Alright, so, Rex for this episode. Um. Yeah, neither of us have anything, um specifically tied to this episode at all. Yeah. Uh, because uh, most of it was not 
anything much. No, not really. Not um, really. But, um, so we have two very different fic recs. I have a very short thing, and Alex has yes. a very long thing. Both future fic, though, actually. Yes. I'll, yeah, that is true. That is true. So, mine is called The Past is Another Country, One So Far Away, by TARDIS is the Only Way to Travel. And it's a, it's a short little future fic that's a, uh, like, Soulmark AU. So it's one of the ones where your partner's name or some words they said to you, you know, I'm sure you probably know the trope if you're familiar with, uh... Yeah, if you're reading fan fiction yeah, if you're currently right, any... Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, basically <laughs> any fandom. So, um, which is actually a notable thing about this fic. Alex and I were discussing this earlier, and, uh, and so the soul mark trope is a pretty new trope. Yeah. It's from, like, the last few years Definitely or so. past the end of Smallville. Yeah, And, like, right. mostly people are have not been producing a lot of Smallville fan work. Right, but, right. But, you know, but this occasionally fic- people do. And- exactly. This fic was written last year, and it's really, it's, it's really quite good. Um, it's, uh... Um, so it's, yeah, so it's a soul mark AU where the, the words written on your partner's body, your soul, you know, your soulmate's body are the first words that they said to you. So, um, uh, but it's a future fic, like, after post-breakup, you know, so. Rift. Yeah, the terminology rift, right, right, post-rift, post yes. so, yeah, so, um, and and it's a really interesting just little look at Clark and Lex, you know, going about just, like, their sort of future comic lives, essentially, while, like, with, like, a Smallville backstory uh, with the, the soul marks um, that are specifically from the point that they met in Smallville, which was, of course, the car crash. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's... Short, it's only, like, 1,100 words, and it is, it's pretty sad, like, it's not, you know, because it's post-rift and they don't, like, end up together or anything. But it's, it's like, like... It's I you it's only Clark's point of view, right? It's really... Yes. I think... I yes? I read it super recently, but I think it was yeah. Clark's point of no, view. No, um... Yeah, it's, it's, it's all Clark's point of view, and so there's some stuff with, like, um, and... Part of what I really like about it is the the thing that I like about Soulmark I use is mostly uh, the world building. I'm less interested in it if people don't don't like explain their own personal world building for it because that's the part that really intrigues me about it. And um and the world building in this I find like really interesting. There's some stuff with uh, Clark interacting with other members of the Justice League about it. There's some stuff with Clark interacting with Lois and. Um, and and there's some interesting stuff in there. Yeah, just it's about... it's pretty short, but you get a good sense of kind of like yeah. how people think of what's right, makes. right. Like I, I I feel like that like really comes across yeah. even in so short a story and um and sort of framed around. Yeah, it is. It's totally from Clark's point of view, and it's really um framed around that sort of that relationship. But yeah, the whole idea that you know sometimes Clark Clark Kent is not a very like pessimistic or jaded person, you know? Mm. I mean, generally speaking. Yeah. And, um, and so it's, this is basically a story about how he's kind of, like, you know, of course in this world there's all sorts of, like, you know, soul mark, uh, stereotypes and, like, you know, the, the things that are used in, like, media and stuff, and it's, it's kind of about how, like, Clark Kent is 
surprisingly jaded to people who who don't know a lot of his details and backstory about soul bonds and soulmates, and this is kind of, like, does a good job of fleshing out why that is. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I really enjoyed that, and, um, yeah, and I liked it. <laughs> so, uh, Alex! <laughs> yeah, I am wrecking uh, Ulterior Motives by Astolat, which was, I think we briefly yeah, mentioned this we before. talked about this in the first episode. But this was the, basically, this fic is the entire reason <laughs> that I ended up getting into Smallville, because I was briefly reading fic um, for Batman Begins after I saw that movie. Because uh, you were super into Scarecrow. Yeah, well, in that movie. Killian Murphy. Yeah, I mean, Killian right. Murphy, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, um, and this was tagged on Delicious as Batman Begins, um, and I'm still not actually sure whether this fic is, like, a Batman Begins crossover or whether, like, the Ra's al Ghul in it is totally, could just be, like, comics Ra's al Ghul, because I don't know that much about comics Ra's al Ghul. But, like, yeah, I mean, like, Batman and Ra's al Ghul appear in this. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm never, I've never been actually 100% sure whether they are, like, definitely Batman Begins or not. But I... I- I haven't read this fic, so, like, it's hard for me to <laughs> yeah. say. But yeah, I mean, basically it's, like, a pretty, it's, like, standard, like, it's the future, there's, you know, Clark and Lex are, like, in the situations they're in, where they're enemies and everything, mm-hmm. um, and then they sort of start dating, like, while still kind of being enemies and having to, like, negotiate that and, like, stuff. Which is, like, Which it's... Which is super exactly no, right. your jam. Like, it makes sense that I was, like... Because I, I hadn't... Like, I had a general, like, you know, superheroes, DCU right. kind of general knowledge. I'd seen a little bit of the Justice League cartoon Well, and you... Um, but so, I... But, like, this, this fic, like, not really knowing Smallville at all was, like... I mean, I don't remember much of my reaction, but, like, I, re- re- when I reread it, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that I was like, oh, I need as much more of this as there is. Yeah! <laughs> um, well, and I mean, you know, I talk about your ship types yeah. and how, like, Clark Lex is, like, the the archetypal example of your, like, foyer thing, right? Right. Had, were you into, because we didn't no, ship Harry didn't. Draco and Harry Potter, uh, so... I hadn't... If I'd gotten into Doctor Who... No, the the stuff with the Master wouldn't have right, aired yet. The stu- right, exactly. The, the, stuff the new the master, stuff with the Master wouldn't yeah, have aired no. yet, so I wouldn't have been into that yet. No. Um, I, this was sort of my first, like, real right. foyer thing. Right. Like, I had, um... I had, oh, um, I had Artemis Fowl right. and also Dean Angel? So, like, Artemis Fowl was, like, the precursor to my being into villains. <laughs> because he's, like, a 12-year-old supervillain. Right. Um, but there's no, like... Foyer in that. Well, I guess technically there kind of is later, but yeah. I'm not interested in that weirdness. Well, whatever. Ignore um, that. But yeah, there wasn't, there, that wasn't like a foyer thing. Right. Um, Dean Angel is kind of like extremely light foyer, more along the lines of something like Harry Draco, where that was like children. Right, but that um, was like your yeah. pre-foyer Yeah, shit. that was like my, my pre-foyer. But yeah, like, like but yeah. Smallville was the first thing where I was where I sort of discovered Foyer, and I was like, oh, this Which is, like, thanks. super yes. definitive yeah. for you. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. Um, it's... But so, I, yes, I I read this fic, and then I read every other small little fic by Aslat, and then I started reading a bunch of other fic, and there was a period of, like, 
I'm going to say maybe a month where I was oh, like... Oh, yeah, where you were like, I'm not going to watch this show. I'm not going to watch this show. Yeah. I'm just going to read the recaps on television without pity and read the fic, and I don't need to watch this, but, like, that didn't last very long. Yeah. So, yep. Um, so, this fic was the whole thing that started that. Yep. Um, yep. Do you want to say anything about the fic itself, I mean, yeah, rather than no, it's, how it's, meaningful it's just it like, it's... I mean, but that's the you know. I realize that's thing about it, I, kind of. Yes, but like, um, because it's like it's like it is a very a very good fic, and it's like a really good. It was a like the thing. The thing is, it was a good introduction. What is it, it even like, about? Well, like like I was saying, it's like partly that. So um, it's a Batman crossover. Yeah. So um, it's a thing where they're 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 it's the future and their enemies, and then like Clark sees a glimpse of Lex trying to pr- Lex is trying to protect his secret identity from the Joker, and like. Lark is trying to, er, like, somebody, Lex somebody is trying was to, going to, somebody, sorry, somebody was trying to sell information about Superman to the Joker, I and Lex see. stopped it, and Clark was kind of like, well, wait, what is happening here? <laughs> and then they, you know, kind of started, like, sleeping together, right, and, right, like, right. but, you know, they had to deal with things, and then, like, plot stuff is, you know, yeah, sure, 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 with, sure. which involves, okay. Batman gets pulled into it, you know, at the beginning because of that thing with the Joker, but then all their other... Sure. For other reasons, also. Sure. And it's long, right? It's, it's like, pretty long, yeah. Yeah. But it's generally, it's got, it's, like, pretty plotty, you know. But yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 really good. It's not, like, actually my favorite Astolette Smallville. But, like, no, it's very solid. It was, like, yeah. 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 And it was definitely a significant, important right. fix. So I think, uh, yeah, I wanted to wreck that kind of, you know, early in this show. Sure. Um, sure. But yep. So I think that'll do for this week. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at Talon Podcast. Or if you please, if you have any thoughts, recs, or questions, yeah. anything else, go ahead and contact us. We're we're very friendly, so we love to hear from people. And uh, or rate us on the iTunes Store if you like our podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Yep, we'll we will see you next week. week. Only 209 more episodes to go.